When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we We talk talk about it. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of The Squeeze. The Squeeze. The the, the Squeeze. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. I hope your week has been... Let's keep it PG, okay? Our mental health. Hope your week has been good so far. Um, Hoping that this episode can spark some joy in your life. I mean, yeah. We'll definitely spark some joy because Emily is delightful. Yes. On this episode, we have Miss Emily Miller on from the infamous Too Hot to Handle Netflix series. That might be my favorite reality show. We are suckers for Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. We truly are. Um, so I was very excited to have Emily on. Cam was supposed to come, but he had to head back home because I live in London. Which is incredible. I just have to say this, that one, if you even find somebody from a show like that, a reality dating show that you leave with, it's like, wow, that's great. Incredible. Then three months after the show if you're still going it's like holy crap you're like one of the rare ones yeah let's go to a year after the show it's unbelievable yeah i mean you're just shattering records they are over two years Mm -hmm. two and a half yeah years into their relationship um since filming the show yeah which is just insane i don't believe in the best way possible i don't believe anybody else from Too Hot to Handle is no. still together. No, I think they're the only ones. I believe they are. I think Kayla and Seb maybe are still together. Okay. I'm not but sure. But that's been like They're, they're the most recent one. Okay. So I am very excited about this episode because it is not what you think it's going to be about. You know, it's not just some reality TV star coming on here sharing whatever the heck about their reality TV experience. It's actually a lot more personal and there's a lot of depth to this episode, which is really awesome. Yeah, we were super honored because we got a call from Emily's team saying that she would love to come on the show. She watches the show. She's a fan of it. And she wants to discuss something that she hasn't publicly before she's posted about it on instagram um but that is all she has never talked about it and for whatever reason she felt comfortable enough to come on the squeeze and discuss it with us for the first time and it just it was it was a tough conversation it was i cried yeah she um, cried. it got it got very emotional and i uh, I didn't like seeing her like that, but I'm glad that she is talking about it. Yeah. Um, and she's she's doing great. But the first time you ever out loud, you know, speak about something that uh, traumatic, uh, it's going to be emotional. And it was. But um, we were so thankful to have her on and and talk about that. So I I look forward to each and every one of you hearing Emily talk about it. 
we do have um, a trigger warning of pregnancy loss for this episode. So if you're at a place in life where this episode is not for you, you're not ready for it, just go ahead and pass along. Join us next Wednesday. Um, But those of you that are ready to listen to it, um, I think it is going to be a very good episode. I have chills right now thinking about it because with everything Emily has gone through, she is such a light and she is so just positive and so just like encouraging like that she can have that kind of attitude and have almost even lost her own life, you know? So. Yeah. I I truly want Emily's outlook on life. I strive to look at everything the way that she does in the positive spin that she puts on absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, finding the positive in the worst of times. Yeah. Um, and I really want to inco- incorporate more of that into my life. And I, I learned a lot from her. Um, so, yeah, I mean, me, myself, and I, just very, very thankful for our time with her. Yeah. We, we love Emily. And I think after this episode, if you guys don't know her yet, you will love her as well. So let's, let's get to it. All right, let's dive in. Emily, thank you for being with us. We're very excited to have you. Um, We are both huge fans of the show and uh, fans of yourself and Cam. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm giddy right now, to be honest. (laughs) Feelings mutual, trust me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. So we start each episode off with this little jar, a little thing called Citrus Got Real. If you want to pull a little piece of paper out of there. I'd be honored. I didn't delve very deep, I feel like. (laughs) YOLO. Let's see. Okay. Hello. What's the strangest thing in your refrigerator? Mm. Oh. Hmm. That's a good question. See, that's a tough one because I haven't been home for a couple of weeks yeah. and we've been living out of a hotel. We don't have a fridge, do we? We do. Is it the leftover Chinese? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's about three day old Chinese sitting in the fridge right now. Great. I feel that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. That yeah. does sound good. And I have no shame. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah, the amount of time that we keep leftovers Ugh. in the fridge, we know we're not even going to eat it. And we just put in the fridge, we're like, we'll eat it later. And a week goes exactly. by and we're like, it's just still yeah, sitting I, in there. I yeah. can't not, but it never gets eaten. I know. The intention's there, but then yeah. actually it's like... Yeah. It's the thought that counts. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Honestly, it just adds more dishes. Yeah. Well, you, you don't it... do those, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. You know, I do my own things and you're right. The actual dish. Okay. No, if we're going to go there. <laughs> oh, we're she, there. It's her choice. She doesn't want to use a dishwasher. That would make life a whole lot simpler. Wait, do you have the dishwasher? Yeah, we okay. got two. <laughs> and she doesn't want to use any because she needs to hand wash every single thing. I grew up without a dishwasher. And so my mom always hand washed everything. So, I mean, I didn't have a dishwasher until junior high, high school when we moved. So, and my mom still doesn't use it. So, like, I've never used it. 
So it's just like that's so crazy to me. I mean, don't give me grief. I don't feel bad for you. Do you, you just feel like it's not clean if it's go if it goes to the dishwasher? Yeah. Or if I put it in the dishwasher, then I trust it. But yeah. I'm basically you, washing you it. Wash prior. it first yeah. and then yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you I'm a big pre-rinser. I love to pre-rinse things, but then put it in the dishwasher and let that yeah. do the hard work. Yeah. I would I don't like making more work for myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I need it's to a lot. I need to let that one go. And she'll let it like build up. She doesn't do like little bits here no. and there. Sometimes. But you do like to let it build up where there's like a sink full <laughs> and then she'll it. just go into like her mode yeah. and put on put her like, headphones yeah, yeah. and the yeah. gloves some rock music like, and <laughs> for, a, for an hour just go ham on the dishes <laughs> yeah anyways back to our point what's in our fridge oh what I know it's in our freezer that's weird what we have like four whole chickens <laughs> oh I thought you were going to say like dead rats or something <laughs> Definitely not that, but like four frozen whole chickens that yeah, probably we, need to be thrown away. Because is it for you no. or the dogs? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> we bought you like think the dogs. Uh, we've had it way too long. It's it's not good anymore. It's got we chopped it. We did. Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. does frozen Recently. chicken go off? Well, you see, we got it like in twenty twenty. <laughs> Yeah. It's been in the freezer since then. Yeah. We got like a huge Are you like a hoarder? Is that oh, what it is? That is Taylor. But no, we we got like this big shipment of meat during COVID because I don't know, our friend was We didn't buy the whole chickens, just to be clear. Our it, friend we, our I friend has a restaurant them. and they have like, you know, all this amazing stuff. And he was like, Can I send you some, you know, treats? And I was like, sure. And I open it up and it's just whole chicken. Like, is it seasoned? No. no it's just like as uh what is it called? Like air suction, air sealed. Oh, like fro- vacuum pack. Uh-huh. Things, yeah. But like a whole chicken. And it was too much of the chicken. I we don't need to get into this. No, and I'm a vegetarian, so this isn't great. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So <laughs> olives. I always need to have um green olives. Oh, what are they called? The nice n- n- nicella? Uh, nicella? Oh, the I green don't know. ones. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. My and mine are see, I also can't pronounce it. It's like Castron Cas C A T S R E something. Mm-hmm. But I need to try your olives. Yeah, I'm gonna try yours. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways. Oh, and pickles. Oh. Oh, we call them gherkins. Gherkins. Yeah. Gherkins. Gherkins. Oh my gosh. That was my favorite thing while we were over there yeah. was hearing what like the differences yeah. of things yeah. or even just like the accent difference. There's that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. pecan. Oh, pecan. And then pecan. like filet. Oh, like the nuts. Yeah. 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 Pecan nuts. Pecans. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then filet. We say filet. Fillet. fillet. Oh. Well, well. So some yeah, people no, say filet? Like if, like, if, a, like if it's like a McDonald's filet of fish, then yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> or like a filet mignon. You know? Oh, you would say that. Yeah. Every place we went to, I was like, I'll take the the filet, the filet mignon. And they'd be like, oh, you want the fillet? I'm like... I almost just started saying uh, fillet because everyone said it. And I was like, is this disrespectful for me to be saying it Yeah, I way? thought they were going to kick us out of the restaurant. Oh, we no. Could. Well, we were in Starbucks yesterday. And I went, oh, can I have a, a sachet of honey? Oh, of honey. Sachet of honey. And he was like, you what? And I was like, a sachet of honey. And he didn't understand what I was trying to say. He thought I, I don't was, understand what he you're thought trying I was referring to. to like a gay term, like well, you sachet away. And I was like, no, 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 you'd like a, a packet of honey. And he was like, oh, packet, yeah. I like that. Ooh, yeah, sachet. That sounds better than packet. Yeah. Yeah, right? I'm going to so start using fancy. that one. See, us Brits are fancy. Yeah. You are. 
Yeah. You are with mm-hmm. your high tees and Starbucks may just not be the right place for a I th- I think Starbucks has packets like yeah. some local, you know, like a mom shop. Yeah, may yeah. have sachets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sachet away. You have to start saying that. Oh my gosh. So something as you guys know that has been a huge part of my mental health journey, Taylor's mental health journey, journeys as individuals and as a couple has been therapy. Amen. And that is why I am so excited to share our next sponsor with you guys, which is Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I love that Cerebral is 100% online because that means you have no excuse. You have to go. Like there's no, oh, I don't have time to go drive. It's too long of a drive. No, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it before work, after work. And it's honestly just, it's convenient. Yeah. It's convenient and they have great therapists. Yeah. And it's, it'll just keep you accountable too. So we highly, highly encourage that you guys check out Cerebral because therapy has just done wonders for us. And we know it'll do the same for you. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, Woo-hoo. medication, or both. Get started at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze to make 2024 your best year yet. That's Cerebral, C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze. Offer is only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. Get going on that therapy. Okay, let's dive in and go back to the show since, you know, I'm such a big fan. Um, I know you uh, modeled before going on the show and had a little bit of a following, but how was your experience going on the show and then coming off of it and all of a sudden, you know, being overloaded with millions of followers and how does, how does that affect your life? Um, so it's funny you say I had a little bit of following, but I honestly had about four or five thousand followers okay. on the show. So me going on the show, wow. it was literally just for fun. Like it was at the peak of COVID. So there was nothing going on at home. And so when they came to me and asked me to apply, I was like, well, why wouldn't I? Yeah. Then when I like, got kept getting through different sort of interviews and things like that, and when like shit started getting real, I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm actually going on. So yeah, going on, it really didn't seem real to me until to, we, so what did we do? We had to um, isolate. In. We had to oh. isolate for two weeks before going into the actual villa because of COVID. Right. Oh. So even in that two week period, it was just me and my chaperone. And I was just like laying out in the sun all day, every day, like living the dream. Like I oh didn't my have gosh. my phone. It did take your phone off you. Wow. Um, but even at that point, I was like, even if I just go home now, I'd still love it. Yeah. So yeah, going into the actual villa was just, yeah, like I say, a bit of fun. And you're told at that point you're going on what show? Uh, a show called, oh, what do they, oh, Parties in Paradise. That's what we were told we were going Parties on. Because there was already a season or talk to handle and right. they didn't want to like give it yeah. away. Yes. Um, I always wonder that because like 
I feel like as the seasons keep going, it's going to be really hard. Like, that's the, I mean, people recently know. Like, well, everyone I speak to on the new seasons, they do say like, yeah, we know. Because I feel like uh, it is so hard to cover that up yeah, now. Yeah, at like, this yeah. point. That's why I don't know how they keep releasing all new seasons. I know they filmed like season five, six and seven already. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, you'd be glad to know. Okay, yeah. that is really yeah, good yeah. to know. <laughs> I, need, I need those release dates. <laughs> yeah, I guess your season was probably like, the last where it probably came as a complete right. shock to you. Yeah, all. and it really was. So we had a fake host for the first few days. You know, we were allowed to hook up with whoever we wanted, do whatever we wanted. Yeah. So we genuinely just thought, oh, this is a brand new show. Yeah, until, you know, the night me and Cam were going to seal the deal. Seal the deal. <laughs> uh, that's when Lana pops up <laughs> and ruins it all. So, but yeah, like, I just took every day as it came. Like, it really just was an experience for me. And I know it sounds cliche, but you really do forget the cameras are on you. Like, because wow. there's so many like, uh, like CCTV cameras in the house and that's all it really is until, you know, you get like a big camera on you and that's when, you know, you know, you're being filmed. But normal day to day, you just go about your day and like, yeah. So there's not, you know, men with huge steady cams in front of your face the whole time. Not the whole time. No, okay. no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really only a small part of it, which okay. is the bits they show mainly. Because like you say, there's like 24 hours in a day and they, the whole thing was 10 hours when it came out on Netflix. Yeah. So you think like you could, they yeah. couldn't have filmed everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jeez. it was just, um, it was oh a good my, time. Oh my gosh. That's how long ago was that now? That was December, 2020, 21, 21. 20. 20 going into 21. I think so. God, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been with Cam two and a half years now. Okay. So, okay. I mean, I guess that goes into our next question is, I was going to ask how long you guys have been together, but compared to previous relationships, what has this adjustment been like, like dating someone now in the public eye and having a very, yeah, yeah, both of you being very public figures now? Yeah. I mean... It was crazy, but it was, it's never been negative. Let me start there. It's never been negative. It's just, I actually feel quite lucky to have gone through it with him yeah. because I feel like, I don't know, I just can't imagine doing this without him. Mm. And, you know, we both sort of came from small towns and no one really knew us. So to come off a show like that, it's just, yeah, it was crazy. Like the reception we got, like even now people like go crazy when they see us together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really sweet. But um, the funny period was when the show had been filmed, it was like a six month gap to when it got released. And Netflix had told us we weren't allowed to be seen with each other. Oh. Um, so that was fun sneaking around for those six months, I must Jeez. admit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do they like help you? sneak around because i know like <laughs> i know like the bachelor we have friends that have been on the bachelor and they like okay. what do they call them um they have like, like the getaway get happy like they, they come happy couple week happy couple tr- trips weekends where they'll fly them to like new mexico like both. Well, rent a well, house the wrong bloody show <laughs> oh my god i mean i don't know you've got a lot of followers <laughs> compared to how this show's going right now so uh but i know that they'll do that so that there does wasn't, seem helpful yeah, yeah no we didn't have that at all so you just had to sneak around. Well, he li- he's from Wales. So he moved to my okay. mum's house with me. And yeah, we were just living our Aww. own little lives at my mum's house. It was great. It was actually really, really nice. Like, I actually miss those times. Yeah. Oh like gosh. going to what, what, you don't know what Waitrose is, do you? Do you know Waitrose? Oh. No. Oh, like wait. a supermarket. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd like yeah. sne- have like Waitrose, Waitrose, do like normal things for anyone knowing. Like, I could just go looking like a homeless person. It was great. But you <laughs> yeah. can't really do that anymore. Oh my gosh. I do. 
I've just like accepted it that it's just it's just part of who I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I am a comfort. I'm rarely yeah. like in jeans. And and you're married now. I'm basically married. Like yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Is that like in the cards? Well, I mean, I don't know because he's younger than me. He's not oh. in a rush. Yeah, I'm a cougar. How old is he? He's 26. Holy crap! And I've just turned 29. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I do want to like really soon but he's just not interested right now i didn't realize he was that young yeah yeah i feel like that's how you were even though you're five years older than me yeah like i was more like okay yeah let's go we've been together a bit i know Uh, but i mean it took it's probably like i yeah i i proposed after four years and was that off your own back or like were you really like sort of pressuring i had like pressured a little prior i just need advice yeah Yeah. i was like not pressuring i was just like hey like maybe we should look at rings or like i've never looked there was gentle pressure gentle but um but it wasn't like an ultimatum kind of thing no i've had a friend that's done that yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. no i've i mean definitely not i've also like in my previous relationships i've i mean my entire life i've always just like wanted to be like a wife and a mom i'm an only child and that's just like how I've always wanted to be a mom and have a family. And it's funny because when Taylor and I started dating, I was like, oh, like I can wait to be married. And then it ended up being, we ended up dating for so much longer than I ever like thought I would. Mm. But I didn't like, obviously I wanted it, but you know, I was like, I'm really like happy. Yeah. So Aww. it's just like very content. Yeah. And now that's how I feel with like having kids. I'm like, I can wait, which I literally was like, I want seven of them. Now I don't. Well, you already seven. have two. So yeah, that, that's what I tell everyone. They're yeah. like, so kids, I'm like, we have two. And the puppy there. is honestly a child. She, she, yeah, she requires a lot. She requires <laughs> a lot of attention. Um, but I feel like you and Cam's ability to stay together throughout all this because like there's not that many people that stay together like yeah after these shows so i feel like that is such a huge testament to you guys as individuals but also just like as a couple i think that's just like so cool yeah i agree actually like i've not really ever been a relationship kind of girl my whole life but in that villa as soon as i saw him i was like Wow. wow. And he thought the same. So it was, li- it was literally, I don't sound so cringe, but it was love at first sight. That's oh awesome. Gosh. Yeah. I was, I, was, so I, was, I was talking to a friend like probably yesterday about having you on. And, and we were just talking about that. Like the, the fact that you guys are still together from that show, you know, two and a half years out mm-hmm. is just like unbelievable. And, I'm literally just repeating exactly what yeah. you said right now. Well, no, it was the conversation <laughs> we had. I like hearing it. It's fine. It was, I think we had talked about it, or maybe it was a while ago, when um, I was like, hey, babe, I want to have Emily on. And I was like, she's still with Cam. And he was like, what? They're still together? I was like, yeah. And we yeah. Were like, People are actually so shocked. They Maybe people that just don't follow us. But yeah, they're st- I still get comments regularly. Like, oh my God, you two are still together? Yeah, I think it's yeah. just like how uncommon it right. is yeah. for people that, because I mean. It's hard enough. Who is anyone else like? I mean, Kayla and Seb are still. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I don't know their full story, but I'm pretty sure they weren't together for a long period of time after okay. the show came out. But they have recently just okay. yeah, sort of rekindled. Is there anyone from the show that's still no. together? No, no. Yeah, just us. Oh yeah. my gosh, you guys should host the show. Wow, wow. Uh, I mean, yeah. may, maybe TBC, TBC. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Manager's eyes are like. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we have Send them the clip. Yeah, they're literally like the the Trista and Ryan. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Trista was the first bachelorette. Okay. Um, and they're still together, and, and it's how been long like. Ago? Six, 17 years. Okay, so we've got competition. Yeah, they've yeah. been together for a while, but they're like, you know, the bachelor royalty. Mm. I think you guys have they are. Had kids? Yeah, I think I think they have a full. F- it's been like 17 years. This is when I said he loves reality TV. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's literally crazy. watched the bat. I don't know. He's literally, he's a diehard. Yeah, I have a problem. I love that for you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> he loves he loves love. It's time consuming. <laughs> It's a full time job. Oh my gosh. Cam. Toxic Dickin. Let's go. <laughs> it's actually so funny. So, everything we post, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the comments are just flooded with, right, Cam, when are you going to propose? When are you going to propose? It actually annoys Cam to the best. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. But I think it's quite amusing. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm here fine. for it. I'm like there liking all the comments. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Has there been something that you could maybe point out that's been like maybe the biggest struggle with having a relationship like public like it is? There was, I know, there was one point in our relationship that uh, last year, there was a lot of speculation around our relationship in the media, in the press. So that was probably the hardest time. But we did have a little bit of time apart. That was literally like a month. Yeah. So that was probably the hardest time. But, you know, we worked through it. And we actually came back stronger yeah, than ever. That's great. But yeah, that's probably the only thing. Um, but other than that, like I said, everyone's so supportive of us. Even at that time, all our fans were just like, no, like you guys have got to figure it out. Like if there's no Camelie, people call us Camelie. There's no Camelie. I don't believe in love. Like all Aww. this. Aww. Um, that's awesome. That yeah. So no, so everyone's supportive. always been like, as I think you guys say, shipping us. Oh, yeah. Shipping us. I, I yeah. don't say it. I'm not that trendy. But I, I do ship you guys, yeah. just yeah. to be clear. <laughs> yeah, we do ship. Big shipper over here. <laughs> Big shipper. <laughs> so I want to bring up something that happened in your life that you have recently shared, something that you went through that was very personal and haven't spoken about yet we obviously have talked about it um if you wouldn't mind sharing your experience and kind of what the past few months have been for you yeah of course as you rightly said I said the first time I've ever spoken about it so it's really weird for me but yeah last year I got pregnant and um found out when I was about like six weeks obviously as soon as I found out I told Cam shortly after both agreed and I hadn't even told my mum at this point I like kind of read something somewhere where you should wait for like 12 weeks until you should say something yeah yeah um so it's about nine weeks at this point um everything was going fine well it was going fine and I started getting like pains in my stomach like not so bad I just would like pop a load of painkillers every day for like a few days and it got to the point where I was like this can't be right but I'm one of these people where I just like brush things under the carpet I'm like yeah. I'm fine I'm fine yeah. I'm fine like especially like my job I always tell people I'm fine yeah, that's her too yeah and then it got to one day where I actually called my manager and well actually no sorry just before that we went to the shops just um just to pick up some groceries and I collapsed in the shop like oh, wow. literally to the ground and we was with my um 
my friend at the time, me and Cam was my friend at the time, and he had no idea I was pregnant. So when he was like, what the, what the hell's going on? Are you okay? Oh, wow. I was like, no, I don't realize I'm pregnant. And he thought I was joking. Oh, wow. And I don't even care at this point, didn't realize the seriousness of it. I mean, I definitely didn't realize the seriousness of it. I just thought it was just, you know, a freak accident. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I tried getting up, couldn't walk. Um, so Cam and Joe had to take it in turns carry me back to my flat. And at that point, I called you, my manager. And she was the one that said, you need to call an ambulance like right away. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And so eventually I did. I called the ambulance and right away they came and picked me up. Um, they said I was having something called an ectopic pregnancy. And I had no idea. I've never even heard that. Yeah. No idea what it was. In hospital, it took about, I don't know if you've ever seen a show called 24 Hours in a &E. Have you ever oh, seen the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. literally 24 hours in a &E. Like, it was so busy. I wasn't getting seen. The pains were like, you know, still progress pro progressively getting worse. And then I think it was like two and a half days later of me being in, in the A&E, someone finally saw me. Two and a half days? Yeah, yeah. Me and Cam both slept at the, ho uh, the hospital. Um, we got given like a little chair to share, <laughs> like sleep on this chair. Uh, oh my god! Welcome to the NHS. Oh. Um, and then wow. Hannah came to see me as well. So yeah, it was quite a tough time. Like, and I kept saying like, "Hello, like, I need someone to take me seriously. Like, this is really bad." Anyway, finally got my scan, and as soon as that the scan results came through, that's when people were like, "Shit!" Like, they were like, "We need to get you operated on now." I was like, "What? What do you mean? Like, what's happening?" And they said, "Yeah, you've got ectopic pregnancy," and basically. Um, the baby was growing in my fallopian tube and they were like if we leave this any longer you're you are gonna die yeah I was like what like and that's when I started like oh my gosh. really hit me and so yeah within six hours I was being rushed into surgery uh, it was so traumatic I actually get a bit emotional talking about yeah. it. Mm. <sighs> sorry you're gonna oh. take all the time you need yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, she's one of the things you just never think will happen to you. Yeah. And it was still at this point, I hadn't even told my mum, because um, oh, it was just uh, all happening so fast. And then, oh so, sorry, I just rewound before I went in surgery. I was like, oh my God, I need to call my mum. So I called her. She was like freaking out, which made me freak out. Yeah. I've got yeah. Cam who's freaking out. And it was just like, oh my God. But anyway, yeah, I just remember being pushed away from Cam. Cam was crying his eyes out. He was like, I'm going to be right here waiting for you. He asked me all my favorite things he wanted to have waiting for me when I got back. And I gave him a whole list of things I wanted. And yeah, the next thing you know, I've woken up. And as soon as I woke up, I had a massive panic attack. Because oh. I, Cam was now still in like the operating theater kind of bit. Like the whole operation had been done, but yeah, I was still so, I don't know if it's like a, it's like a holding area kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, I just had a massive panic attack. And so doctors had to come over and like give me morphine after more like kept having given me it because the pain was just so bad so I think I was down there for about another hour and I just kept telling the doctors I really I just need to see Cam I just really really want to go see Cam yeah. so they finally took me back upstairs and then yeah Cam was waiting for me and it kind of just it kind of felt like everything was going okay as soon as I saw him yeah. but yeah I kind of got just I got discharged so soon after that like I'm talking about six hours after I had a little rest and they had discharged me and they didn't give me any aftercare nothing I was like this is this is crazy but um got home and me being me I wanted to look at my stitches 
And one of them was like completely open. Like I could see my insides and I was like, brilliant. Uh-huh. So the very, so I called them back and I was like, my stitches are open, blah, blah, blah. Shocker, I had to wait about another 12 hours to be seen yeah. for them to stitch me back up. So I was like, just get me out of this place. I want it to be done with now. Yeah, yeah that was that was the experience. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I mean, I, first of all, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. Um, I think what you said is so true is you just never think that that's going to happen no. to you. Uh, we recently have two friends that both miscarried and you just don't think it's gonna happen. It's nothing no, you prepare you for. Yeah. And there's no way to prepare for exactly, it. And, exactly. And then afterwards there's, there's no handbook on how to go about life yeah, and, yeah. you know. Exactly. And like, so I, they told me I can still get pregnant, but I obviously only have one fallopian tube now. Yeah. And they actually told me after surgery, they were this close to having to move my ovary as well. And thank God they didn't. Wow. Um, so yeah, I just have to, I still can get pregnant. It's some very high risk. And I just have to go for early pregnancy scans, like quite frequently. But um, yeah, ectopic pregnancy is such a crazy thing. It only affects one in a hundred people, okay. but, which I mean, oh. I am glad about. But um, yeah, it's just such a crazy experience. You hadn't gone to the doctor at all prior to that, or no. okay, no. okay. I no. I don't even know when the first time you're supposed to go. I, I know neither. Like no. like you said, Taylor, nobody gives you a handbook. Yeah. Like you just don't know. Yeah. I I started researching about it um, after I found out we were going to be talking to, you. and the the biggest thing that I read about it is the danger that it can cause the mother like that's i'm so glad that you got in there you know early enough and they were able to exactly and that's the the most scary thing like i was days away from dying that's that that was their words like it's crazy yeah i can't imagine like having to process like losing you know your baby but then two like almost like you yeah, I know. You know, know, just like. But then it goes back to it's like, oh, what did I do to deserve this? You know, like it starts playing like mentally on you. But yeah. it's just one of those freak things, I think. You yeah. know, it's nothing I could have done. Yeah. How has this time since, like how were the first few like days, weeks for you kind of after that and like processing, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it's funny to say that I'm not very good at processing. I'm very much just trying to forget about it. Yeah. Um, I think that's just the way I've been, like the way I've grown up. Like it's my family. That's yeah. kind of what I've been taught. So I've not, it's not often I've sat down and actually really like deeped it, which is why I think I got emotional because mm. I haven't really spoken about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously Cam was there with me, so that's fine. But other than that, yeah, I don't really speak about it. So yeah, yeah I'm not very good at processing things. I don't like talking about myself or feelings too much. Like it's kind yeah. of like a scary thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Is Cam more talkative or are you oh, both? Yeah. So Cam, <laughs> Cam actually, he suffers with mental health. Being with him has been such an eye opener. Like I didn't even, I didn't even really know anything about depression. I knew it was a thing, but I just yeah. d- didn't know, know about it. Yeah. Um, so for him, it actually really affected him. I think mm-hmm. sometimes more than it affected me because he's mm-hmm. so in touch with his emotions. Yeah, he like wants to talk about things all the time, whereas I, I'm the complete opposite. Um, so, but yeah, it really did affect him as well. 
Yeah. I was, I was actually going to ask about that because I can't imagine, um, you know, how I would feel going through that. If, you know, Tay was going through that, I would be an absolute disaster mess. Yeah. So I'm sure that was also a traumatic experience for him. I wanted to know if you had any advice for somebody that knows anyone that is going through something like this and you know or even people that you know we have our friends that have had miscarriages you know have lost a baby yeah was there anything that he did for you or just you know your lovely friends that you have like what advice would you have to somebody i mean it's difficult question to answer because everyone's different but i mean i guess patience is probably the best thing um cam's so patient with me just you know if i needed to be alone or you know if i was if i was needy and needed him to be with me all the time or you know he was just he was just there for me so i think just being there for that someone is very important and yeah just being able to listen as well like because some days i'd be angry some days i'd be sad some days i'd be fine yeah so yeah i guess just patience yeah is the main one that makes sense yeah Yeah. well i'm going through something just knowing that she's there yeah whether i'm angry like devastated just whatever mood i'm currently going through just knowing that somebody that i care about is there to listen and exactly that's all you sometimes need is just someone to listen like not necessarily even say them back yeah just nice to have someone to listen yeah sure yeah well thank you for sharing that thanks for listening of course of course (laughs) oh my gosh to anyone that is listening that you know has had a similar situation um know that we love you and it's definitely hard like what you said like why do these things happen you know and something that i've been told a lot through my life that i feel like has gotten me and just has kind of pushed me through things is like god only gives us what we can handle and i could never imagine going through that but like the strength that I see in you sitting here is just like astonishing. And the people that you are going to touch from sharing your experience, your advice, the type of mom you're going to be one day, you know, like I think that that has, oh, that got me emotional. Yeah. I, was speaking. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, there's, there's always a reason why things happen. I don't think there's coincidence. Um, I think, you know, that happened for a reason and i think you and cam as individuals and as a couple are going to come out so much stronger from it thank yeah. you so much that's really really sweet yeah, that's true okay lighter well, lighter subject to wrap this yes thing up. <laughs> um if you're still listening it gets it gets lighter um <laughs> we have our little lemon 11 segment that we like to close our episodes with just fun 11 questions that we love and we'd love to know about you okay you want to start us off i'm excited okay all right number one what movie or song title best describes your mental health today do you know what what i would say (laughs) cool bit egotistical but i would say pretty woman let's go do you know what just because since being in la every single day people come up to us three to tell us how pretty we are wow haven't they yeah, and I think it's really lovely because back home you don't get that. 
That's good to hear. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it I love that. Feel good. I, I mean, look that- at you guys. You guys are all. I opened the door and I was like, oh, wow. Oh, right. I should have pre- had the song playing when yeah. came in. <laughs> I think that means that you need to come and visit more. Yep. Yeah, right? absolutely. No, yeah. definitely. Sealed the deal. <laughs> Number two, how open are you with people in your life when struggling? I'm not very good at that. <laughs> I was going to guess Yeah, that. yeah, not very good at all. I am just, as soon as someone asks me how I am, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, deflect. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm a good deflector. Yeah. Um, I just like to deal with things internally. Yeah. Um, I just don't like. I feel like I'm boring people when I offload. I, I, I'm not an offloader. Like I just don't do it. It's just not in my nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you a good listener then? Yeah, okay. I am a very good listener, yeah. and I'm one of those people where I always w- wish I listened to my own advice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Love that. I feel that. I feel like that's a bit of my style too. Yeah. All right, number three. <laughs> What is your favorite part of your morning or night routine? So morning routine is definitely cuddling my dog for a whole hour in bed before I get up and do anything. Oh my gosh. And my nighttime routine, well, my bathroom looks like, well, you guys call it CVS, don't you? My bathroom looks like CVS. Okay. Oh my gosh. So my favorite time of that is, yeah, doing my face and skincare and all my LED lights and lotions and potions yeah 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 oh yeah yeah Yeah. you two can bond over that what are your led lights Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well well i have a whole mask which covers the entire face Mm -hmm. you just either lay there or i've just bought a new one where it's like a wand Uh uh-huh and it like shocks your face Uh uh-huh oh it's the um what is it called a microcurrent no yes yeah it's like it's it's electric current yeah Yeah. those those are great i need to find mine i don't know if it's good for you but I do it anyway. I, do I it anyway. think it's it's fine. Yeah, probably. I don't turn the bolts drop too high. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm a wimp with it. I'll like put like a piece of like cotton oh, or yeah. like you separate it. I'll like put something down like over my skin to protect it because oh, really? like our facialist I, does that too. Yeah. She uses it on us and she puts like a tissue or something on our face and then zaps it through the tissue. Maybe I should start doing that. You get facials? Oh yes. I really love a facial. I can tell. Really? He's such yeah. nice skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, yeah, I do. I've. It's kind of a newer thing. Like I, I haven't. I started getting facials. I'd say a few years ago. It's working wonders for you. Thank you. I I appreciate that. There's it's not a, big, a single like line or anything. People ask me if he gets Botox, and I'm like, no. He just has a creaseless forehead that literally like looks like a baby's butt. It's <laughs> not fair. <laughs> oh, it's all that reality TV. Yeah. That's what does Keeps it. Keeps you young. I know. I, I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Number four. How has your career impacted your well-being? Honestly, like for the better. Like awesome. most definitely. Um, I wasn't really into the whole working thing before this. Like <laughs> I would, I could never really hold down a job for more than I'd say two months. So this was really a blessing for me. I love that. Yeah. What's the worst job you ever had? <laughs> worst job I ever had. I was working for this real, as you guys say, douchebag. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> what do you what say? Do you say? <laughs> wanker. Okay, a real wanker. Yep. <laughs> he owned a little um, like MOT garage, and I obviously lied on my cv to get this job but i I just to be like an office manager because i just thought as a little company it'd be 
walk in the park, it'd be fine. And so I just do like my general daily online shopping and little did I know, he was had a camera behind me the whole time, was watching what I was doing. <laughs> Stop. I know. Talk about invasion of privacy. Oh my. So just watching you like scroll revolve or whatever. <laughs> and then and then he'd obviously play it back because he'd come down the stairs and obviously I'd click off and he'd just watch it back to me, like clicking off what everything. A creep. Thank you. Jeez. Yes. Oh my gosh. He played it for you? No, no, no. But he didn't ever show me, but oh. he eventually told me. He literally sat me down. He was like, he, and he what he did, he, he printed off all my um like history. Oh. He printed it? He printed it and laid it in front of me. <gasps> I know. He is a wanker. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a stalker. Oh my. Yeah. I need to meet this guy. <laughs> you don't want to. Well, I'm glad that you got out of that. Thank you. And you are crushing it without the wanker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's such a hard R, right? Yeah. <laughs> wanker. Like, like, it sounds like, so much like, better wank- when she yeah. says it versus It sounds when almost you- pretty when you say it. It's yeah. like wanker. And I'm like, wanker. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting oh, okay. oh, Lord we'll, above. we'll leave that to you <laughs> whose turn is it <laughs> is it okay um all right moving on number five what would you say is the most misunderstood thing about you um well i don't know if it's really misunderstood but no one knows oh. i'm half indian okay everyone oh. just thinks i'm british do you think i'm british people just well people just either assume i'm british or just assume that I have something in me, but no one actually knows I'm half Indian. Oh, actually, when I first came off the show, I was accused of blackfishing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because people, like I said, assumed that I was white. And um, when you I was, were really tan. So, because I was in the Caribbean for six weeks, yeah. and because the Indian in me, that's what happens. I literally yeah. just have to look at the sun and I'm tanned. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, people were just like, because they'd get up a picture of me when I'm like pasty in the winter and they put it next to me coming off the show. Yeah. And I, this girl's black fishing. And then I literally was like, actually, I'm just half Indian. Yeah. Yeah. But What's I your just, heritage? I, I need to do a freaking 23 in me because <laughs> I have been told that I'm French, Dutch, and German, which maybe it's all true, but huh. I I just don't know. I, I can go in the sun for five minutes and, yeah. and get a tan. Yeah. Yeah. I really have a range of color. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I feel Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah, you definitely need to do a DNA there's, test. There's got to be. There's something in there that yeah. I'm not aware of. You look like Hawaiian. Okay. Yeah. I've gotten Hawaiian yeah. before. Um. Yeah. I feel like you've gotten everything. Yeah. People ask me all the time and I say it and they're like, that's it? I can see you like in a hula skirt. Really? Yeah. Okay. With your coconuts. Uh Uh-huh. My coconuts. (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't be mad about it. (laughs) Bring on the coconuts. (laughs) Number six. What is the greatest advice you have ever received? The greatest advice? This actually came from a guy I used to date. I'm not sure if he was like talking about us or just in life, but he said, um, what if it could be better than you ever could imagine? Hmm. And that really stuck with me. He probably was talking about me and him, but I just didn't listen to that. I just applied yeah. it to my everyday life. Yeah. I, I thought it wow. kind of hit deep. Wow. Yeah. I love that you got that out of that relationship. Yeah. That was one thing I got. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> it was one positive. I like that. Have I said anything to you that deep? Because that, uh, that's really good. I'm sure. Okay. Not off the top of my head. <laughs> All right. Number TBC. seven. Moving on. What does wellness mean to you? 
I have just recently started CrossFit. Oh. Which I don't do fitness. Okay. And especially, well, I was into yoga, but then after the whole pregnancy thing, I kind of just really was just like, just fell out, fell off it. I was like, don't care about anything. Yeah. Um, but I recently just started getting CrossFit and I really am enjoying it. Mm. And it's the one thing I look forward to, not just the one thing, but I, yeah. it makes me get up in the morning now. Yeah. Whereas before I would just lay in bed with my dog. Right. But now that I really am passionate about. Nice. And I feel like, I mean, you may not be able to tell, but I feel like <laughs> I, I feel fitter. Yeah. So that's been a really big change for me because I'm quite lazy. So yeah, that's been a real positive change recently. What do you think that. you like about it? I've never done like prop, like a proper CrossFit class. Right. Maybe you should try because yeah. it's hard to explain, but I feel like it's because someone's shouting at me and telling me what to do. Okay. I kind of like that. Yeah. Because otherwise, when I've ever gone into a gym, I, if I'm left my own device, like it does yeah. not go well. Like yeah. I will literally just be on my phone, like, yeah. and then see ya. But then it's also the fact how you're with so many people and you don't want to let them down because you do things in team. Okay. Uh, so it's like a, yeah, a good team exercise. And, yeah. you know, they're all cheering you on like, come on, Emily. And I'm yeah. just like, fuck, so good. So it's, it's a kick up the ass I needed. Yeah. 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 I do need a bit of that because I'm the same way. We, I mean, yeah, we have like a gym at the house, but it's when it's just sitting there and I'm just going to go into it alone and there's no like extra motivation. I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, I could be sitting watching to what to handle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you feel me. Number eight, what is your relationship with social media and do you think it affects your well-being? Personally, and this may be controversial, but I love social media. There we go. I Great. do. I don't have many hobbies, but social media is definitely one of them. <laughs> love it. it. It's true. Like, I could spend hours happily just scrolling on TikTok and it makes me feel good. My whole feed is just full of animals and dogs and <laughs> yeah. what's not to love. That's great. Yeah. That's something that's we talk about trick. a lot yeah. is, you know, making sure there's stuff on your feed that, you know, is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. Positive stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, the, yes, and that's all my feed is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time. Really. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Um, okay. Number nine. What is your favorite form of self-care? And it can be something that you've already said, if that applies. No, I wouldn't say CrossFit. That's, okay. that's not my favorite. <laughs> um, LED face masks. Yeah, that is pretty up there. Can I say my dog? Yes. I yeah. believe that's what I said. Yeah. Like, honestly, he is the one thing in this whole world that just makes me feel like everything's okay. Yeah. Being in LA and not being with him has literally killed my soul. Um. He's just, yeah, the one thing that makes me happy. I just have to look at him and just Aww. everything's going to be okay. I've had a really shitty day. Just give him a big squeeze. And yeah. even if he doesn't want the cuddle, I don't care. He's no. getting a cuddle. He's getting yeah. it. He's getting it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that is. That's Taylor. Yeah. Just yeah. with both of our dogs, snuggling them all day. That's Force it. them to. Yeah. Like, and the smelly breath in my face. I don't care. <laughs> give it to me. What is his name? Twix. Twix. Yeah. I didn't call him that. He was already called that from okay. the rescue center. But okay. I was going to rename him to Dyson because he's literally eats everything like a Hoover. But then, <laughs> yeah, that's actually my mum's idea. But, um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's but, so funny. It, but he wasn't really responding to Twix uh, to Dyson. It's, okay, so Twix. It, we just kept his Twix. But Dyson now, but now he's a... deaf, so it doesn't matter what I call him. Okay, <laughs> yeah. got it. I was going to say you could just you know at 
He's 17. Yeah. At 17, you could give him a middle name and he'd be Twix Dyson. But that's actually a really good idea. Well, actually, I'll tell you what, just because we're on the subject and you brought it up. Uh, Cam has officially changed his name to Tony. So that's his name now. Because he's an old man, he feels like it suits him more. Do, so do you both call him Tony we, now? We both call him Tony. You went from calling him Twix to now you call him yeah, Tony. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Stop. I know. I know. It's great. That is me. He can't even hear it. So yeah, fine. he doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Well, his whole, really random. His whole name's now Tony Snow. Okay. Ooh. Tony Snow. Like Jon Snow, but yeah, Tony Snow. Tony Snow. Yeah, because we love Game of Thrones. So it's Tony Snow. Oh, oh my gosh. My. We have our puppy. Her middle name is Virginia. So her full name is Remington, <gasps> Virginia. So we, when she's in trouble, we literally call her Virginia and she knows that that's also her name. So she'll like, so when she's in trouble, we say Virginia and she listens. Yeah, if it's she's not so listening funny. to Remy or Rem, I bust out the Virginia <gasps> and she's like, what? Oh, yeah, that's good. That's that what makes good. her listen. That's good. Okay. Number 10, who has had the most positive impact on your mental health? I would, do you know, honestly, I would probably say my manager, Hannah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, she, Aww. when I first signed with her, I didn't really think too much of myself. I just thought, you know, whatever. Um, she really like saw the potential in me and she's kind of just listened to all my goals and ambitions and she's been there for me through everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I ever need advice, she's the first person I go to. If I had a really shitty day, she always knows the right thing to say. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> so you get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm not surprised you said that because yeah. in that moment, that difficult day that you had, other than, you know, Cam already knowing, you said she was the person yeah. that you called. Yeah. She's literally like my best friend. She's not yeah. just my manager. She's my best friend. Yeah. No, I yeah. can feel that. That's so special. Yeah. I love that. All right. Last but not least, number 11. If you could go back to one moment in your life, what moment would that be? And what would you say to yourself? See, that's really difficult because I haven't had like kids or marriage or anything like so not happened to me. It's really difficult to think about. I mean, I guess it would be, you know, lying on that surgery type bed just telling myself that everything will be okay. Because mm-hmm. at that moment in time, I generally thought like it wasn't going to be okay. And I think that's what was getting me so like worked up in the whole panic attack kind of thing. Yeah. So just to like go back to that and, you know, just to be able to tell myself that everything will be okay yeah. and you will be okay mm-hmm. and you will get pregnant again Absolutely. and you will have that baby. Yes. Yes, yes you will. Oh yes. my gosh. That's so amazing. Well. It's so true. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for squeezing in with us. Um, I thank you for being so open and honest and sharing your story. Um, I know, you know, that was really eye-opening and just great for us to hear. And I think it's really going to impact um, a lot of people listening. So thank you for sharing that. Thank and-, you. and I would also like to say just quickly before we wrap up, something that I really love about you is your outlook on life. Just in this short conversation, um, you find a way to put a positive spin on everything. And like, that's the type of people that I want to be around, that we want to be around. Um, your outlook just on everything is so positive and so pure. It's really cool to just listen Thank to. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's special. Oh, it's 
choking it emotional again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah. you guys have been great. You're so down to earth and lovely. And I've really, really enjoyed this. Appreciate oh. it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Well, that was such a good episode. Emily is just a doll. We love her. We love her team. We just had truly the best time with her. Yeah. Everything I don't under think the sun. I've ever on an episode gone from like belly laughing yeah. to crying <laughs> as much as this one. It was a it was a super fun conversation and obviously a very powerful one. Very powerful and I think it's definitely gonna help a lot of people. So be sure to subscribe to the squeeze. You guys watching on YouTube, we have our full episodes there. Of course, you can follow us on Instagram at the squeeze throughout the rest of this week. Uh, the lemons by Tay account is going to be posting um, some resources, some tips. If you yourself have gone through pregnancy loss, you know someone that has, and you're trying to figure out how to work through it with them. Uh, so go ahead and head to lemons by Tay because we're going to kind of like walk through you know, different resources and things like that, as well as on the Squeezes Instagram. Um, but in the caption of our video, of our audio, you can go ahead and check out some resources down there as well. Um, let us know how you guys like this episode. Yeah. And our comments on YouTube. I think it's, I think it's a powerful one and I'm so honored that, you know, Emily came. Yeah. We love you, Emily. And yes. we love anybody going through that difficult situation yeah. it happens too often we have so many friends that have gone through that recently and i don't know if there's a positive way to spin it it's a horrible situation and i don't want to see anybody i love go through that thank you guys for listening we will see you next wednesday for another episode that shockingly i am very excited about <laughs> what was that? I'm just excited about every episode, but oh. I'm I'm very excited about next week's episode because we have a guest, but we also have some special guests that join us during our interview. What? Taylor's like, what did we film? What? Anyways, see you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. What is this? They had their own headphones, remember? Oh, oh. okay. I got you. See you guys next week. All right. Toodles. <laughs> Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.